This is a HeadGum Podcast. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Cheryl Hines. Tig Notaro. Why? Is it bad? Notaro. It's no taro. No taro. Tig Notaro. I just, I'm tired of it. It is, it is what it is. You're going to have to lean into it. Okay. Um, okay. We cover a lot of stuff today. Mm-hmm. Do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. Fashion do's and don'ts. <laughs> we really got sidetracked a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I know. Armpit hair. Shocking. Yeah. I'm surprised people haven't started doing armpit hairstyles. Oh, good. <laughs> Or armpit tattoos. That might be interesting. I bet those exist. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't oh, seem... Well, let's see them. <laughs> Cheryl, let's just get to this episode. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Wolf Pack. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries. Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. So, Tig. Yes. Are you ready to do this? <laughs> I would hope so. We planned on it. So are you ready or do you need more time? No, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm good and ready. Today we're talking about the documentary, The Wolf Pack. Yes. Had you seen it before? No. Had you seen it before? I had. And um, it was at Sundance the year my documentary, Tig, was at Sundance. Interesting. And so when you watched it at Sundance, did you watch it with an audience. So was uh-huh. the audience excited? Could you tell what they were yeah, I think people were really into it. I think I watched it again at my house. Oh, you did? Oh, you were. So this is the third time you've seen it? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And I, in fact, I once again thought, I don't need to watch it again. I've seen it twice. <laughs> I watched it again and thought, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm so glad <laughs> I watched it again. Because when I thought, oh, I already have enough information. There's so much that I have completely forgotten. All I thought was, oh, there's these brothers that live in an apartment and they, um, you know, remake uh, movies. Yeah. In their, no, it's, bi- in it's, their, it's bigger than that. 
Yeah, it's bigger. Okay, well, let me tell what everybody. Let me tell everybody what we're doing. Okay. So, the Wolf Pack is a 2015 documentary directed by Crystal Moselle. 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 Don't know. Okay. It tells the story of the Angelo, Angelo family. <laughs> I don't know if it's a hard G or a soft G. Angelo. I don't know either. Angelo, but it's you know good. you don't you don't even say Nobody. my last name right. That's right. So, <laughs> so why would so, we get hung up? Why would I worry about? Why these would guys? we care about anything? Go yeah, on. The An- the Angelo family, a family that includes six brothers who share an obsession with films. Okay. Mm-hmm. The brothers have little contact with the outside world, and the film follows their journey as they venture beyond their Lower East Side apartment. The Wolf Pack debuted at Sundance, mm-hmm. just like we were talking about, where it won the Grand Jury Prize. That must have made you mad. I was furious, and I still am, and I would appreciate if we can edit that out, okay? <laughs> really? No. Oh, I thought you... I thought Weird. Maybe- where did your sense of humor go? I don't know. I got scared because I was like, well, maybe you're very uh, <laughs> attached to your documentary and you don't want anybody else getting the grand jury prize. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I mean, I, if, I, if I may, Kathy Griffin and I were up against each other for a Grammy Award. And yeah. she won for something like, look at my butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> And you lost with, oh, my God, I had cancer. Yeah. Look yeah. at what just happened. And, and she's like, look at my butt crack. And I, and that's fine. Listen, that's fine. It's not of about... Of course, a... it's fun to win things. Yes, but life is not about winning awards. No, it's about living I your best life. I better win something soon. I better win something. Have, have you won anything? Have you won awards or not anything? Not really. No. I've been nominated for an Emmy twice, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Doris Roberts got it, I think, and, and somebody else. Somebody Who's from Sex Doris and City. Roberts. Remember, she was on uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And then I think uh, uh, Kim Cattrall. Or anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're not. We're not here to compare ourselves to other people. We are actually. <laughs> that is why we started this podcast. <laughs> um. So listen. So let's talk about. The wolf pack. Well, I'd like to spend more time on the fact that I've been nominated for things and haven't won. I've won best short film okay. for like the Iowa Comedy or um, Film Festival, which I appreciate. Okay. Thank you. That's something. And that's it. Okay. I won. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was nice. But anyway, okay, here we go. So the wolf pack documentary. So like you said, this documentary follows this family who lives in this apartment in the Lower East Side. Now, you know New York very well. See, I'm not, when I hear Lower East Side, it doesn't mean much to me. Why do you it, say I know New York really well? <laughs> because in my mind, I feel like you're walking the streets of New York, like like you own the place. Well, yeah, I've been there a bunch. I perform there every okay. year. So do you know the difference between Lower East Side and Upper East Side? As frequently as I am in New York for work or whatever's going on. Yeah. I never pay attention to where the hell I am. I don't either. Everybody's always like, it's a grid. If you just (laughs) did it, I'm like, I 
<laughs> if I you know. let me out right here, I would have to just build a new life for myself on this corner <laughs> because I don't know where I am or how to get to where I'm going. Yeah. And when I get on the subway, yeah, I just loop around the city for hours. <laughs> I don't know how to get on. I don't know how to get off. I always have to ask for help. I know. People, are, people always say, oh, are you going uptown? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. I don't know what that means. You know what happened? Speaking of subways. Yeah. Tell one me. time I was newly out of a relationship. Okay. With somebody I cared a lot about. Okay. Okay. We, we parted heavy hearted. Okay. Wasn't going to work for whatever reason you don't have to go into now. It but, was. Okay. No, but I'd like to. So nope. let me go into it. We'll table okay. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll table it for next episode. But we were both, you know, on good terms, heavy hearted. She moved to New York. I was in town for a show. Yeah. I got on the subway at three in the morning. Oh. And she was on the subway. Empty. Empty. Empty oh this train like car. A, this sounds like a movie. With another her new person. Oh, and I no. stepped on and I stepped off really fast <laughs> and bolted. I was like, how is it? Did I get on the one train car, the one I have confidence stepping onto, the person I have achy, breaky heart over? By the way, if you wrote that in a script, somebody would say, you know what? That's a little bit. It's a little too- on the nose. Yeah. 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 Coincidence. Inc- it was ridiculous. Oh my, God. my life is full of those, though. Yeah. Anyway, I wish, looking yeah. back, that I had stayed st- on. Stayed on and rattled down the tracks with her. <laughs> And <laughs> with just eyeballs staring yeah, just at them I'm like hi hey guys hey, hey. oh nice hey guys, to meet hey. you uh-huh. hey guys hey what's up i'm doing great um take so wolfpack these guys are in this lower east side apartment so i guess like upper east no uh like west side is the fancy side cheryl this is why i don't know <laughs> i i can't I can't promise you enough <laughs> that I don't, oh my gosh, and you and I might go to New York together. I know, and where will we stay and how will and we where get will around? we end up? <laughs> Not where will we stay, where will we end up? Um, I don't know, but we'll tell everybody all about it. Um, so, okay, there. this family is in this Lower East Side apartment. Um, I can only imagine that's in the Lower East Side. Okay, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. And there are seven kids uh-huh. and a mom and a dad. Okay, that's nine people. And a cat, right? Yeah. I saw a cat in a there. cat, yeah. The whole time I was looking at that cat thinking, I bet that cat's inner dialogue is... Just like, holy shit, how did how I get here? How is this... <laughs> The living situation. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy to not be walking the alleys of the Lower East Side, wherever that is. Yeah. But how is this? How did I get here with these guys? This this apartment doesn't need one more being in it. They really didn't. No. So the mom and the dad, Oscar Mm -hmm. and Suzanne. Yes. They decided they wanted a very big family. The dad, Oscar. Wanted 10. he wanted 10. That's mm-hmm. right. And as one of the kids said, his mom's age caught up with her. Yeah, I and did And so like she that. could only have, what, seven? Yes, yeah, seven. It? I like that seven. her age caught up with her. Yeah. <laughs> For a while, Is that she was a saying? it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use it, though. Yeah, my age caught up with me. 
Um, so they they could only have seven. But I just keep talking about the apartment because the apartment was in what it appeared to be much smaller than nine people could live in comfortably. Okay, you're saying that. Meanwhile, yes. what yeah. I couldn't wait to talk about uh-huh. in this episode is yeah. how big I thought the apartment was. Oh, really? Because oh, they, they I could mean, run down the hall? Yes, you're in New York. Mm. I have a friend, she and her husband and two kids have lived in a one-bedroom apartment in Manhattan. Wow. For decades. Wow. I mean, her kids are now like junior high, high school maybe, but they were raised in, in that, this one bedroom. Yeah. Apartment. And so when I'm watching these, um, the wolf pack yeah. running up and down halls and turning corners, yeah, not just true. like a hall that goes from one end to the other, it's that, but you also turn a corner you and you, you're off to, to another area of the apartment. Hmm. Okay. Well, we have different takes on it then. Yes. Because it appeared that they were all sort of sleeping on top of each other. But the hallway was clear. So that's good that they could run down the hallway. So these boys grow up. Do you remember all their names? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Rattle them off. I'm not even. The, oh, wait. Oh, I love wait. how the, the parents. What are the parents' names? Uh, Oscar and Suzanne. Okay. Reasonable. Reasonable. And, and then, then they give... <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna then, try to I'm gonna try to read them. You ready? Okay, Unless let you me introduce to. to you Oscar and Suzanne's kids. Cheryl, go ahead. Bhagavan, yes. Govinda, mm-hmm. Narayana, of course. Mukunda, gotta have one. Krishna, Jagadesh. Those are the brothers, and then there are two younger siblings that we don't really get involved. And Paul. <laughs> and Paul. Paul the cat. And Paul the cat. <laughs> No, I don't know what the cat's name was. Um, do you want to hear a little clip from Govinda? Once again, I don't know if there's a hard G or a soft G. Jovinda? Probably Jovinda. Look, our phone is not going to be ringing <laughs> off the wall if we <laughs> mispronounce yet another Okay, here's one of the guys. Word or he, name. He can uh, tell you how it came about. The Hare Krishna religion, the god is Krishna. And he has 10 children with every wife that he has. Every wife. And our father was like uh, enthralled by that. And so he had this idea like, you know, having a big group, like our own community, our own that looks fun. race here. They're just walking in a circle in the living room. Well, there's limited activities. So uh, they talked about how they weren't allowed to leave the apartment. They left maybe once a year. Once Sometimes a year or something. a handful yeah. of times. Should we play the another one about shutting off the family? Okay, let's hear this one. My parents didn't always encourage us to communicate with society. So we were kind of shut off. Always lived in this apartment in New York, Lower East Side, Manhattan. And we never really communicated with people We were taught by our father not to talk to strangers, you know, the whole thing. But it was farther than that. Hmm. It was like, don't even look at people. So these kids were brought up in this little apartment, and the the dad had sort of a God complex. Is that what you got? Yeah, I would say sort of isn't (laughs) nearly... Strong enough? Yeah. And the dad was fascinated with films. 
Mm-hmm. Thank God for that, honestly. Thank you, God. Th- thank you, God, for letting Oscar. Dear God. <laughs> Dear God, I wanted to thank you, and I haven't had time, but I'm doing it now. Uh, because he, Oscar, had 5,000 films. Mm-hmm. in this apartment, in VHS and DVDs. And these boys grew up with these films, and that's what they would do. They would watch a film. They would transcribe it. Mm-hmm. They would make their own props, a lot of um, guns. Impressive. Really Impress- impressive. Like their their outfits they would build out of so imp- cereal boxes, yoga cereal- mats. Yeah, to make him look like Batman. Yeah. The Dark Knight. Uh-huh. I mean, it was so impressive and it was mm-hmm. it's kind of sweet and they they would film it all. So so this documentary is so interesting because they have all this footage of them reenacting these films. Had, were, had you ever heard of this film? Before? No. Oh, okay. no. I right. never heard of this. So you didn't know what you were in for and as it was unfolding. No, actually, I thought it was going to be uh, about animals. <laughs> Because of I, uh, wolf, wolf pack. Wolf pack. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought it was good. Honestly, well, I thought... Well, there's that cat, the cat, <laughs> Paul the cat. I thought it was going to be like a kid, because I did read a book like this, and I thought it was fiction, but there was a kid who gets abandoned and then runs around with a wolf pack. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought the documentary was You thought be. this was a spinoff of Peter and the Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm. but it's not. There are no wolves in this it's at all. It's Paul and the wolf pack. It's Paul and the wolf pack. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So they do these films and... Yeah, they're they're not allowed out. The dad's the only person with a key to the front door. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I thought that they seemed relatively happy. Mm-hmm. Is that a terrible thing to say? Because there are two sides to this, I know. Well, I mean, they know nothing else. Right. And and it's also such an interesting world yeah. to witness, especially now that we've all been mm-hmm. going through a pandemic because not only are they on lockdown they also have the haircuts the parents have the haircuts they have oh, covid cuts my six gosh. years what the hair in this film is really a discussion it <laughs> well needs the to kids have hair down to their uh to their bottoms. Yeah. So the guy. So the guys. Parts. The areas of the body that are private. That's right. It's never been cut. Right. It looks like it's never been cut. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so that happens in COVID. You grow your hair long. That's right. But what else? What also happens in COVID is you get haircuts like Oscar and Betty. First of all, her name is Suzanne. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, and that's their how I hair- pronounce Suzanne. <laughs> Their haircuts are, mm. let's see, Suzanne has, it's hard to describe. I like to call it a high-low over the ear, like the front. That's what I have. Yeah, but you don't have the back. Suzanne has the back grown out to it the looks, shoulders. She probably didn't have it done in a, in a salon. salon. Yeah. One of those guys probably did it. She might have done it. Oscar might have done it. I don't think so. A horse might have chewed on it. <laughs> Something happened to her hair, and uh, it's it's specific. But it also it just looks very similar to some haircuts I treated myself to during the pandemic when oh, yeah. I couldn't make it to right. a fancy salon. Right. It at times looked like a horse was in my house nibbling right. on hair. All that said, yeah. What is her name again? Suzanne. Suzanne. She doesn't, she doesn't seem look like, like she doesn't look like a Suzanne. <laughs> she doesn't look like a Suzanne. I'm trying to who does she but look like? Yes. A lovely woman. She was a lovely woman. Yeah. No matter what's going on with her hair. Yeah, it's not unimportant. We it, like to focus not, and we too much on have looks. Spent, yeah, we spent too much time on We're very immature people. Very immature. And people everybody knows that. Yeah. But it's interesting because you can't, it's part of the story. Not her hair, but the boy's hair is part of the story, yeah, I think. Right. So, um, uh, oh, here's my other question. This mm-hmm. is what really. I'm sure I can answer this. I, Go ahead. I didn't understand. Like you're saying, they had this apartment. How did they pay for anything? Well, that came up a bunch too because they talked about how the dad didn't want to work. It didn't right. work. Right, because he's against the man. Yeah. He doesn't like the government, and so he's going to... You have sh- rent to pay, and you're, you're buying groceries for yeah. half an army. Yeah. And the kids need fake blood and 
all the stuff that's yeah they're for their props i was crunching numbers while i was watching it frankly that was distracting because Uh i kept thinking what does it take to keep this family afloat probably not terribly expensive as far as manhattan life goes but really expensive if you don't work and you have uh, seven kids and and a cat paul's got to eat yeah everybody's got to eat a little Little something paul little baby paul little tiny baby paul kitten (laughs) if anyone Um, wants to use that so yeah i think i mean at some point they did say that the mom gets money home schooling their kids which by the way i didn't know that was a thing you didn't know homeschooling well i didn't know that you could get paid by the government to homeschool your kids did you know that no, I didn't. So what are they just living off of homeschool I cash? Guess. That's what I gathered. How much do you get? I don't know. I... Maybe I'll throw in the career <laughs> towel. <laughs> just start homeschooling the boys. Yeah. Um, by the way, all of their names were um, Sans- Sanskrit. What? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it just... Nobody's coming to us. For anything, frankly. <laughs> Can I just say one more? Yeah. I'm going to make a I'm going to make a public service announcement. And I thought you were going to say again, I'm going to make a podcast. <laughs> Here's something that all, all the listeners should pay attention to, and once again, it's shallow, and um, I'm focusing on looks. Aiden, turn your turn your vacuum turn off your vacuum cleaner off. Turn it, Aiden. Turn it off. Listen. The, I don't think. Anybody looks good in a tank top. I said it. I think tank oh, tops. Oh, you, you haven't seen hashtag hot tig in a tank top. Well, that was my question. I I would need to see hashtag hot tig in a tank. I mean, I saw it, but it didn't. No, you didn't see me in a in a tank top. I saw I saw the hashtag hot tig picture. Right, but I was in a a jump uh, like a, oh, okay. a helicopter suit and okay. pouring so gasoline. I need, okay, then I need to see Do you know you... what a tank top is? Yes, I know what a tank top is. What about when you're into somebody or you're married to somebody mm, no. or you no, and thank they you. show That's up even worse. In, in a tank top? No. And they they're flashing their guns? Nobody needs to wear a tank top. They just don't. It's not as good as you think it's going to be. Whatever. If you put on a tank top in the morning and you're like, hey, hey, world, you're, ex- first of all, you're exposing Hey, world, your- hey. <laughs> <laughs> you're exposing your underarms to everybody, which is fine. People wear sleeveless things. That's fine. But a tank top is. So is sleeveless okay? Yeah, sleeveless Like is if okay. I were to wear, say, a sleeveless blouse. Ooh. Uh-huh. Yes, that's okay. But a t- Really? Yeah. Explain, because I would so much rather see somebody roll up in a Trans Am in the 70s in a tank top (laughs) with wild underarm hair and a mustache. That's what I would be more interested in than somebody saying, excuse me, don't get that on my sleeveless blouse. Well, let's agree to disagree. I don't mind a sleeveless blouse and um, I don't ever need a guy in a tank top. Okay. It's just never, it's never. I, I'm realizing as we talk about this, I don't like sleeveless blouses. <laughs> I'm just like, get a sleeve, weirdo. But it's hot. Some places are really, really hot and you just have to. Like Florida? To yes. I grew up with in Florida and it's all, yeah, we everybody know. wears, everybody wears sleeveless everything because it's just a hot, it's too hot. 
Well, I'm from Mississippi. Yeah, it's people hot wear there. sleeveless. Yeah, but they also wear a tank top. Tank top. Well, they wear tank tops in Florida too, and I'm here to tell everybody, please don't. But in this film, I'm saying please do, but uh, find yourself a couple of sleeves for the sleeveless blouse. You know what? If we ever take this show on the road, yeah, and we will, and we will. I would like for our listeners to show up in tank tops or sleeveless, sleeveless blouses blouse. based on whose side they're on. Oh. Go on. I oh. would like. I would like that. Okay, but slash be grossed out thoroughly. Exactly. Both of us would be thoroughly grossed out the entire show. That's We'd right. have to not look. <laughs> Plus, I think there's probably a lot of uh, odors. It's just nice to have material under your armpits because it gives everybody one little layer between whatever's happening under there with you and the world. Should we talk about this movie? <laughs> Okay, so anyway, in this in this film, they wear a lot of tank top. <laughs> I am always amused when I think about people that listen that to that an episode about- for the first mm. time and they haven't heard any <laughs> any backlog, and they just <laughs> they just start listening. That must be where we get the angry yes. um, reviews or people that once in uh, a while, yeah. Somebody's <laughs> like, we, they didn't even talk about the film. <laughs> We're talking about how you need fabric in your armpit. <laughs> or, or I also think about when, if they've just randomly come upon this show and they listen to it and then they get to the end and we talk about, okay, so who are you attracted to? I mean, there must be a lot of horrified people out there that are like, what did I just do? Uh, oh, okay. boy. So... Listen. At some point, we get we're 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 back okay. to Wolfpack. At some okay. point, the oldest brother decides he's going to go outside. He goes outside. He's mm-hmm. wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And when I say mask, this is like a mask. It was like a sort of like a scary movie mask. Yeah, and he wore the mask when he went outside. Because he was scared he'd run into his father. And he wore the oh, mask so his father wouldn't see him. Yeah. But I feel like... So this like, is like somebody walking but around But I with feel like, like, Cheryl... Yeah. Yep. Feelings are facts. The father that. would know immediately that was his child. <laughs> well, I was wondering Because of the mask. <laughs> I was wondering... There's no way the dad is going to see that long, lanky body with a <laughs> ponytail down to his ass. And a homemade mask on and be like, oh, how odd. Kind of looks like my son. If my was, son had left the house. I was thinking the same thing. Because I was like, wow, that's a very elaborate mask that he must have worked on without his father mm-hmm. seeing it ever. Mm-hmm. But, but even uh, if his father never saw it, <laughs> I think his father... And he walked by him on yes. the sidewalk. Yes, because that's the crazy thing about in the pandemic when people are wearing masks. Yeah. I can't believe it when you see somebody across the street and you know that's your and friend you, or somebody yeah. recognized me at a furniture store the other day. And I was yeah. thinking, I always, first of all, without a mask, I always think I am completely unrecognizable because I feel like I'm the most generic looking gay woman 
in the world. <laughs> so I'm always surprised if somebody recognizes me. And then throw a mask on this mug. Good luck finding me ever again. But no, nope. somebody did. Yeah, and somebody did. Somebody did. So yeah, I think if his father had seen him on the sidewalk. His cover might have been blown. Yeah, yeah. But what happened that day is he um, he was going in and out of stores, and people were starting to get creeped out because mm-hmm. this tall, lanky guy with the long hair and a, a mm-hmm. weird homemade mask <laughs> is lurking. Nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> and he got arrested. Mm-hmm. And then they took him to a hospital, mm-hmm. Makunda. Mm-hmm. And I guess he, he started talking to somebody there like telling about his life and Mm -hmm. that seemed to be the beginning of a new chapter for them because then he started going to therapy with someone and he went back home and he realized uh my dad can't boss me around anymore Mm -hmm. which i i also think is kind of interesting in life with guys Mm -hmm. where they get to a point where they wake up one day and they're like "Ooh, i'm bigger than my dad yeah I could beat mm-hmm. him in a fist fight, mm-hmm. and they then they get empowered. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if every guy goes through that. I don't know. I mean, I see it in the I movies just letting and you plays. <laughs> Felt like you knew something. And... Well, I that's what it it seems like happens with men and mm-hmm. guys. But we'd like to hear from you out there, listeners. But I guess that is kind of a funny feeling to be told what to do, and then you wake up and you're the Hulk. And your dad is like, don't do this. And you're like, "Uh, I'm going to need you to get out of my way. (laughs) I'm going to need you to get out of my way. (laughs) Because I can take you, old man. Yeah, I can take you. So that's what Mukunda did. And he started to go out. Mm -hmm. And then his brothers decided to go out with him. Mm -hmm. And they would wear suits Yes. And sunglasses mm-hmm. and their hair in a ponytail. Yes. And it was it was really a cool, cute look, I thought. Yeah. I mean, their whole thing is they're very lovable. They're very mm-hmm. um, endearing. They're and, gentle. Yeah. And, and so sweet because it is a crazy feeling watching this because you do think in one way, oh, this is child abuse. Yeah. To have them locked up and only able to go out maybe once a year or a couple times a year and then there's the other side that that is so confusing as a viewer because you're you're seeing how creative and how interesting and how um loving Mm -hmm. they are so then you're thinking well gosh should i not let my kids out and (laughs) see what they come up with (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Um, but it does feel like homeschooled kids, as much as they get teased or, you know, there's the bad rap, they're kind of always the coolest and most interesting and fascinating people that come out of that, uh, homeschool or cult or. Right. They have like, they have to use their imagination more. It seems like, you know, we're just spitballing here, but it seems like they, they have, they have to use different resources instead of. The kids that go to school and then somebody tells them, oh, I don't like your sneakers or they're not the right ones. And then Mm -hmm. that's what their school day is about. But these guys 
you know, they loved Reservoir Dogs and they loved Pulp Fiction. And those were the kind of movies that they really... And the documentary, Tig. They were drawn to and they loved the documentary. What if they were reenacting <laughs> your documentary? <laughs> oh, my boob! <laughs> you know, that famous line from my documentary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay what if there is somebody out there that's reenacting documentaries not just mine mm. but what if there is another wolf pack somewhere that is it's uh, only documentaries and the, what about the octopus teacher my octopus teacher won an oscar it won an oscar but what first if, of all did we already talk about that no but congratulations yes congratulations we, um, it's, it's sad that she didn't live to see that Oh, the octopus? Yeah. Yeah, that was sad. She's yeah. watching from heaven. I'm surprised she wasn't in the... Um, the uh, Oh, know, memorial? Yeah, of, <laughs> of all the actors <laughs> who passed. Tig. Yes. Don't make light of it. She had a full life. Okay. And we all knew going in that she was only going to live for a year. Mm-hmm. Getting back to the wolf pack. But do you remember when you were stumped by that math equation? When... When you said, how did they know she was a year? <laughs> I said, they probably could count backwards from when she died. Like when she was. <laughs> well, I mean, they probably weren't there the day she was born. That's what I, that's what always gets me too about people's dogs when they're like, oh, it's my dog's birthday. And I think, do, really, do you know the day your dog was born? Well, we don't know when Fluff was born, but we know it's in April, so we made it Earth Day. So, you know, April 22nd every year is Fluff's birthday. Oh, my. And do you bake, bake what do you do for oh my Fluff's gosh. birthday? Don't yes. tell me something. I, was, I had oh to go no. to Texas for a funeral last week, and um, while I was gone, it was Fluff's birthday. And Stephanie sent me a video because Max woke up and remembered it was Fluff's birthday and said, I think we should bake cookies. And Stephanie sent a video of her and the boys with a little candle on a cookie singing happy birthday as they went up to Fluff, who was sleeping and slightly annoyed <laughs> that she was <laughs> woken up <laughs> to, to fire. <laughs> uh, That's very sweet. Uh, it reminds me of a uh, Mother's Day when Cat, when my daughter was little, and she, she could not wait to give me um, this Mother's Day gift that she got me. She could not uh-huh. wait. And when I woke up on Mother's Day, she finally got to give it to me, and it was a goldfish that she had named Roger. <laughs> Couldn't but wait. She was, she was like. I got you the one thing that you were going to love. Wasn't projecting at all. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> oh, Roger. Twelve kittens. <laughs> See, that's what I would give you for your birthday. I would give you 12 kittens. Oh, I would kill you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back to the apartment and the wolf pack. And now the brothers are getting out. They go to Coney Island. They take a train. They're doing things that they would have never done. They're afraid of... And they talk about that they're afraid of everything because their father told them to be afraid of everything. So they were afraid of taking a train. They are afraid of people. They were afraid of water. They were afraid of the ocean. But they, you know, walk down 
the beach. In their their, suits. In their suits and their cowboy boots. Yeah. Some of them have boots. And uh, and they went swimming in the ocean. It was very cute. It really was. It's all just so earnest and yes it is yeah yeah and it's look i don't want to sound like i'm encouraging people to lock their kids up uh it just i kept thinking about how you know people talk of the importance of being bored oh yeah where nobody's bored anymore yeah and and it's so important to be bored yeah because it causes it forces your brain to uh, find other avenues and and everything isn't just intake. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah, we don't have that anymore. No. I mean, nobody wants, not only do we not want to be bored, but most people are doing two things at once. They're looking at their phone while they're watching a film and Mm -hmm. it's a lot. So at one point in Wolfpack, Mm -hmm. this was kind of weird, I thought. Can we call it Wolf? pack just from here why what am i saying wolf but i mean i i I just realized i'd prefer to call it wolf pack oh wolf pack yeah w-o-o-f just making it your own yeah okay the Uh, wolf pack on wolf pack yeah thank you uh at one point the swat team Mm -hmm. comes into their apartment with a warrant to talk about bored for guns (laughs) I, that's what I was wondering. Why? Who called the SWAT team? Maybe it was somebody when he went out and he was sharing his story, or or people you know. can see through the window because they they did seem people to do a lot do, of window business. Yeah, and people do that in Manhattan, and I know this because I'm bustling You're- around the streets of Manhattan. <laughs> but um, I I know that people peekaboo in other people's windows yeah. and. And um, have telescopes in Manhattan so they can look in. And and then people purposefully stand in front of the window and do things. Cheryl, see, you're trying to... What? Just, this is a very wholesome episode about <laughs> some children locked in an apartment. No. And you're, and you're trying to... Well, people are, listen, people are looking because other people are giving them something to look at. This is That's a That's fine, but you don't have to ye- yell at me about it. I, I'm... <laughs> I'm just saying that this is a children's... Can I tell you something? Well, One time I stayed in this, was relatively fancy, hotel in... Okay. <laughs> All right. In, in Manhattan. Oh, nice. <laughs> but it was, a, it was a hip, it was like a hip hotel. And they said, oh, we're giving you a room, you know, high up. And I was like, that's very kind. Okay, thank you. But there was no window shade in the bathroom okay well let me tell you what i've learned did we talk checking into hotels yeah when they say we are going to put you in a special (laughs) room that means there's something uh, there is something terribly wrong (laughs) and nobody else wanted it (laughs) and you and and then you get to this dump of a room and then you reflect on yourself going oh well thank you (laughs) like not having a clue that they're about to escort you into uh, a hellhole is that weird a a bathroom with windows but Uh, no curtains no nothing right so i would have to 
when I would use the bathroom, I would have to pull the shower curtain out to try to make a little curtain for myself. And then when I showered, I did it in the dark after the sun went down. <laughs> I mean, what's the point of that, uh, I, Cheryl? I don't know. Excuse I mean, me, I it seems hiccuped. like the it seems like the point exactly was to give people with telescopes peekaboo. Yeah. Well, I'm let angry. me ask you something. Yeah. Were you staying at the Peekaboo Hotel? <laughs> Will you pay extra for that? Yes. And you don't quite know why it's called. Okay, I got to tell you one more story about Peekaboo this. Inn. That's even better. In, Peekaboo in, Inn. Peekaboo Inn. My bathroom. I When I was living in West Hollywood, I went to this gym. Mm. And I took a shower after. And it seemed like there were, it seemed very bright in the shower. You're one of the weirdos that showers at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Just prancing around full naked. <laughs> <laughs> Blow drying your hair, curling completely, your hair. Completely naked. <laughs> putting hot rollers in your hair at the gym. <laughs> You're one of those. I was, I'm was. i a very busy person, so I have to make the most of my time. So I was taking a shower. And then not true. when I was leaving the gym, I realized. You don't even work out there. You just go get ready at the gym. <laughs> I just want people. <laughs> I just want to prance around. <laughs> I realized that at this particular gym. If you took a shower in some of the shower stalls, mm -hmm. the people on the other side of the glass could see your silhouette. Okay. That's why the, the light was yes. so bright, because it was making a silhouette. So the people on the other side, in the hallway, co-ed hallway, yeah. and I, I didn't realize that this was, I didn't even know it was a thing, because people don't use these showers for this very reason. And I realized, oh my God. People just watched me <laughs> take a shower. Normal people don't shower at the gym. <laughs> Let and me ask I... you something. Mm -hmm. Did you have a membership to Peekaboo Gym? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I don't know. No, this was like crunch or something. But I, can I just tell you? Paid if... advertisement. <laughs> if you take a shower. Uh. And you don't know people are watching you shower. That's a completely different shower than if you take a shower and you think people are watching you. What were you doing in the shower so freely at the gym? I mean, you know, you're just, you're scrubbing different body parts and you're shaving your underarms. And but no, how are you that free at the gym? I didn't think anybody could see At Peekaboo Gym. I didn't think anybody could see me. But then when I realized... When you're showering in a public place, consider well, the fact that somebody's watching. Well, consider that fact. <laughs> that they've set up top secret cameras, or I, maybe they've I guess. provided the silhouette option. I guess I learned a lesson that day. Because I, I would have taken a completely different shower. Peekaboo Jim, may I help you? <laughs> Peekaboo Jim, can you hold? Hi, this is Cheryl. <laughs> Do Please you have tell me have the showers where people can see you. <laughs> Great. I would like a five-year membership. <laughs> or how about a billion years? <laughs> oh, you're going to sign the billion-year billion contract. Year contract. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Tig, yes. let's just finish it up here. They went outside. They went outside. They started finding out who they were. They realized they mm-hmm. had hopes and dreams. And then one of the guys got a job as a PA. I know. And then made his own film. And made his own film. There needs to be a follow-up documentary of where these guys have are, gone. Are now. I wonder yeah. if there is. Oh, that's cool. So, Tig, we just found out that Makunda who had the PA job, is still working in films and has worked with this filmmaker from this documentary. That's so, that's very sweet. I think yeah. Makunda is very talented. I think they all are. They're all very talented, highly yes. intelligent yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. It's clear. And then Suzanne, the mom. Was that her name? <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't want to spill the beans, but she goes for a jog at the end of the film <laughs> yeah and that was a big deal and, and when you said that everybody was like oh great now we don't need to watch it we found out <laughs> that the mom went for a jog <laughs> and the um and the boys cut their hair uh-huh. exactly like suzanne yeah so we kind of maybe know who was cutting hair over there <laughs> suzanne i mean it's kind of a, a bad keith partridge cut if not a good one. Mm-mm. And this is terribly rude of me, I guess. Just do but it. It's just us. The hair <laughs> the haircuts. <sighs> Here's the thing. The father, yes, had a god complex. The mother, I stand by, seemed like a very sweet through and through person. And the boys really loved their, their Oh my gosh. Too, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. If there had been a news story on this family and they only showed a picture of the mother and father (laughs) you would make so many assumptions yeah based on the haircut that's true even if they showed the kids after that haircut they showed the Mm. mom the -hmm. dad and all the kids with the bad keith partridge haircuts you would be like whoa you would think something different went on than right, but you know when you see news stories about a kid yeah. is held hostage, yeah, or, like, and you see the picture of the people that did it, yeah, you get so upset with the person, yes. and you're like, you weirdo, yeah, you, and yeah. and so it's interesting to see the mother who's so sweet, who happens to have a bad haircut, right. She's not really somebody that you should be mad at. Mad at. Or she look, first glance, you might think that. Yes, but, but we're when telling you, you. Yes, dive deeper. Dive deeper. Go beyond the hairdo. Mm-hmm. And fall in love. <laughs> Tig, are you ready for uh, final thoughts? Um, okay. Yes. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? Did not cry. Did not cry. Did you? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, who were you attracted to? <laughs> well. <laughs> Sorry. No, go ahead. There. I'm curious at first i thought it was um suzanne's suzanne. mother oh <laughs> we never saw her but suzanne no. connected with her mother who is 88 um mm-hmm. 
But um, I don't know. It's a toss-up between Suzanne and Oscar. <laughs> because I have to say, I um, have if I if I am to have a thing mm-hmm. for men, mm-hmm. which it would is be very, Oscar. Well. Can you let me finish what yeah, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, you asked. I'm trying to tell you. I want to hear it. I like um, men, Latin men. Okay. Yeah. 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 I get that. Yeah. They met in Peru. Well. So you assume he's Peruvian, but. I guess I have a thing for Peruvian men. <laughs> you know, this is just like physically. I see. But if I were to fall for a personality, it would yeah. be Suzanne. Oh, wow. This is but if it was strictly lusting, <laughs> I, it would I be Oscar. I don't know. So how if to I could have Suzanne's right <laughs> personality, it, it's like they make the perfect. Oh, one wow. perfect person. I feel like we just watched two completely different films. Okay. Oh, it, so you were lusting after Suzanne. <laughs> Who were you attracted to? Um, I can honestly say I don't think there was a person. You have to choose someone. Oh, I have someone. to choose somebody. Yeah. Well, is it creepy to say one of the brothers? Because, I mean, one of some, the I children? don't know how old they <laughs> I mean, these guys were old. I think he's over 18. It's a gray area. I don't know. Are you telling me I have you to choose, choose Paul the cat? Okay, I would rather you can you can be you can choose Oscar or Suzanne if that you, it's not I'm not going to fight you over, no okay you can have both of them I ooh I, I have a good answer okay Batman okay yeah you should Batman. choose Batman yeah I'm at a, I'm all, I will go with Batman okay by the way next yeah. week we are going to be talking about Tina the Tina Turner documentary. God, I love her. God, I love her. I love her. I love her. Okay, uh, let's do uh, some true fan mail before we go. Yeah. Brandy writes, I listen to your podcast every Monday. My side job is cleaning offices in the evenings. And like the other listener who wrote in recently, I have been caught in those meta moments of being told to turn off my vacuum, literally <laughs> vacuuming. Last week, I thought I might actually be in a Truman Show situation. Uh, <laughs> when not one second after Cheryl finished telling her ho, 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 Hershey kiss story, <laughs> I vacuumed right up to a completely random Hershey kiss on the floor. It was the only one. There was wow. no open bag anywhere, just a random single Hershey kiss on the floor immediately after Cheryl finished her story. What the hell? I mean, hey, that's a let's good story. Not, let's not use language like that. That's her words, not mine. What's her name? Brandy. Oh, right. Brandy. You're a fine um, girl. What a good, good wife you would be. Such a fine girl. Uh, I love that story. It's pretty good. So now we have to say Aiden and Brandy. Aiden and Brandy. Turn off the vacuum. Turn the vacuums off. You don't want to miss this. Yeah. Thank you, You don't want to miss this. (laughs) I loved that email so much. I can't tell you. Okay. Uh, All right, Tig. All right, Cheryl. Should we do it again? Yeah. Let's do it again.
Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willette. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.